Hello and welcome to the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast, the podcast that has too many cooks. Too many cooks? Too many cooks. Um, anyway. <laughs> Topical. Um, I'm John, the ostensible host of this mess, and we have a rather large cast with us. We've got Charlie. Too many cooks, but... Uh, Come on. A lot of love. Oh, and you are in a kitchen. You. Yeah, we are. Charlie is in a kitchen. Charlie's making you a sandwich. And we've got Dylan. Hello. And then somewhere back there is Lauren from MTAC Guest Relations. She's, she's giggling. I don't know if that picks up or not. She's drunk. Uh, we also have Jonathan. Jonathan, what, what do you do for MTAC? I don't know. I'm the director of customer experience. That sounds like a pain in the ass. And it's sexy. Um, we've got Jeremy Miller. Jeremy, what, what do you want to be referred to as? Um, oh, I'm, I'm retired from convention official production, but I guess cosplay. All right. Yeah, the cosplay and just being kind of the old guy. Does, does your companion wish to be identified or, or should she, should she <laughs> rename, remain anonymous? Charlotte, is that right? Yeah. Okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, a a uh, fighting game compatriot. Uh, yeah. And FGC cosplay. for life. Cosplayer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and the the new emperor of Imtech, Hail Nikdra, Hail Nikdra. We've come so far. I remember when when uh, you know Nico was was heading up media and a little boat. We're just hanging out with him in the media room, and and the whole emperor thing was just a joke. Yeah. and then suddenly it wasn't. Suddenly, as in over the course of several years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Six, you, if we recounted correctly earlier. You are a meticulous planner, sir. I, I'm not saying that our tentacles were involved in his uh, in his ascension. But... God, I hope not. That's creepy. <laughs> Listen, we, we have a lot we of fingers power? and a lot of pods, if you know what I'm saying. We have political power. Well, there are too many cooks. Get out of here. Too many cooks. Too many I need to watch the video that that references. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a, like a 12-minute uh, 90s sitcom intro. Um, Amazing. It's really crazy. We need to do the podcast first because it will blow your mind. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch it later. Um, I need my mind for this. So what, you got, what can you guys tell me about Intag? I don't already know. That you don't already know? Or, or that we already know. Go ahead, go ahead and pick up. <laughs> All right, well, uh, next year's Intag, Intag of 15 to Life. It's coming up April 3rd through the 5th, 2015. Uh, we have pre-registrations open already. We're going to be back in Nashville at the Music City Sheraton and Nashville Airport Marriott Hotels. Go ahead and book your rooms now. All the information's online. Uh, we have a great guest lineup, such as uh, Matt Mercer and Tiffany Grant. Woo! Yep. Uh, I've heard her. She's from the Evangelion. Yep. Uh, we're also bringing back <laughs> some sort of anniversary. Little Evangelion. We're bringing back a little Kribo, uh, Vedetta Marie. Oh, we have a uh, we have a J. Michael Tatum. J. Michael Tatum, Micah Selasad on the website. Uh, yeah, on the website, but not yet announced. Oh well, a lot, well long range. Yeah, that one's finally yeah. we got a scoop. Ha <laughs> <laughs> scoop. Two actually, uh, Micah Solisad, who is Soul from Soul Eater, yeah. also a great artist, and, and Charlie's boyfriend. Yeah, Charlie's boyfriend. Hawaiian soulmate. It's different. It's not sexual. And uh, also um, returning as a guest for us, uh, very happy, uh, Sunny Straight. Yep, that's fantastic. If you go on our on our YouTube. Uh, somewhere way back in there, there's a video of Sonny Straight saying that he's giving us a reach around. Yep. Oh. Yeah, he, he gave us a shout that's out. Back a general in, reach around. Did we lock that in the vaults like Disney does? No, I, I left that up there because that's uh, that's some of your finer work. Like everyone, everyone knows you for the the Seishin Con video that you did with Basil, um, but but the Sonny Straight reach around is some of your finer work from the from the early days. Like, I think Michael might get jealous. Still a boy in Hawaii with a dream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seriously, uh, it's like the first Hamicon he went to, he couldn't. He, he wasn't even old enough to go up to the bar to get like a, a fork, fork or something yeah. like that. Fork. So like his handler had to go up there and get it for him. So I have to card you to get the fork. Yes, that was that was exactly how it worked. Um, 
Underage forking. It's it's a problem. It's a, it is a problem. So that's a, that's a great lineup so far. Uh, we need better forking uh, education in our schools. Uh, that was a stroke of genius giving Tiffany Grant for the 20th anniversary of Evangelion. Shout out to came up with that one. That was, it was definitely... Uh, all of our guest lineup was pretty much headed up by Lauren Salazar in the back room. Although John helps quite a bit jo- with a lot of them. John helps quite a bit being in the... Co- oh, okay, that job. We got multiple Johns on the show. Yeah, you know I'm saying. I don't refer to myself in the third person often. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, I don't know, is there a John on this podcast that's in the Evangelion? I don't know if that's a thing or not. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Lauren, well, Lauren is the head of our talent relations, and she books all our guests, and she's been doing a fantastic job so far. I agree with that. And, uh, yeah, you can see all the guests that we have announced on our website. A lot of everything that I'm going to say you can see on our website. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's pretty much it so far. So, so, so we should go to the website, that's what you're saying. go to the website, mtac.net. That's M-T-A-C dot N-E-T. It's, uh, How do you spell that? <laughs> it's Mike Tango Alpha Charlie. That's, 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 I'm sorry, was that first one? Dot November Echo Tango. Yeah. November. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. We're not November, just to be clear. Um, <laughs> Again, April. April 3rd through the 5th. Which, Brandon, coincidentally, Brandon we found problems. out were the same <laughs> dates that we had in uh, MTAC Ninja, MTAC 2009. Yeah, weird. weird. We, uh, we were talking about how... Lauren and I's first time volunteering were Imtech Ninja in 2009, and it was Nico's first time as... Meeting you guys. Meeting us, which was the most important moment of your life, but also... Uh, also, when you... I did an oddly untimely promotion that year. Yeah, you got promoted that year. So, um, big moments for a lot of our staff, which is why we're kind of interested to be back at the Sheraton in, in a pretty big way. Which but is also, where we were that year. Yeah, but it, and then we were talking about it, and it ended up being the third through the fifth. So it's like the exact anniversary of all that sort of stuff. So, so happy anniversary to you guys! Happy yeah. anniversary! There's <laughs> <laughs> so much inside jokes in this. It makes inside jokes. Tremendous content. Yeah. You know, I do actually have one Imtech related item that's not just a joke. That's cool. Um, it's already public, but uh, one of the big things we're trying to do this year to kind of show that we're really focused on making the convention continually grow and not just be a con every year. Um, we decided to do mailed badges, and our uh, we're doing a pilot this year for mailed badges for individuals for three-day badges. So, unfortunately, this year, no group badges or, or partial days, but for full three days for individuals. Um, it looks like people like it. We've got a... It's, it's about half of our pre-reg. So, um, we encourage any of your listeners to try it. If they're thinking about getting a three-day badge and they haven't already, yep. our mailed badges are something we're going to try to make a good impression with and if it works well we'll do it for more types next year can we get some like uh, you know some male press badges is that is that a thing yet? no your Damn. registration line is already like one second long <laughs> 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 oh I know I'm just greedy um, press badges are there's such a small number of them that most cons don't even know where we're supposed to go <laughs> it's true I'm pretty sure we don't even have a place for you guys oh, it's fine. Water. no you guys just stay outside the building okay that's cool I'm just gonna wave at Tiffany Grant. Be like, yeah. Oh, free range as always. Suckers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm tech. That's a good show. Um, <laughs> the end. The end. Yeah. Good we're night, actually, everybody. Um, we're gonna be doing something interesting. So we always have our our like electric dance party on Saturday night. Um, our very own. Charlotte is going to be doing a set this year. Don't you mean Con Kitty? (laughs) Con Kitty. Everybody knows there's Con Kitty. Um, Yeah, so do you have anything to say about your... I don't know, are you excited for that? Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I mean, I spend a little bit of playing around. Um, I've not really done a big live show or anything, but it's going to be super fun. And I'm excited... Are, are you going to, like, bring in some fighting game music, like some Third Strike soundtrack or something? Dude, if I can find a remix of, of any kind <laughs> of, like, hold, fighting... Hold or, on, I will, I will send that stuff to you. Send it to me. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, I mean, the film soundtrack. I have, I have some yes. releases that have... That was a fantastic soundtrack. I love that. I have that soundtrack somewhere. Let's just watch it. You know what? Forget this podcast. Let's just watch Mortal Kombat. Such a yeah. fun movie. Let's not watch Annihilation, though. Let's avoid that one. No, that's like, What's Annihilation? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody it's ever saw it. It's too bad that they never made a sequel to it. I know, right? The first movie was so good. It was really good. 
Um, so you're going to send a bunch of music to Con Kitty? Awesome, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm on top of that, because I do actually have some remixes of, like, Third Strike. and Yeah. yeah. Nice. See, I... We'll knew- break in a little Jackie Chan reference in the middle of the set. <laughs> yeah. The um, intro to their podcast is a Jackie Chan um, parody song. Should I, should I send you... Um, one of Basil's friends did a remix of a Little John song to a song from Evangelion, and it is quite possibly my favorite thing ever. Just everything <laughs> I... Yeah. It's good? Oh, yeah. Was it James, uh, DJ Inubito? Yeah, it is. Okay. It is Inubito. Um, oh, was it? I yeah, it was. it was. Okay. Um, I was on SoundCloud, and they took it down, so I'm kind of glad I actually downloaded it before he took it down, because it is... It, it makes me happy. It's, it's Little John. It's Evangelion. It's everything I love in life. If there, if, if there was just know, missing Street Fighter. Yeah, it's just missing Evangelion. I'm like, Evangelion. Yeah. <laughs> Is this where one of us yells, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah"? <laughs> okay. Did you guys? Uh, speaking of which, uh, election day was this past Tuesday. Did you guys see the uh, turnout for what voting video that he did? Yes. No. That was so good. Oh gosh. Um, Cicely, uh, one of her friends, sent that to me because she knows I'm, I'm about all things Little John, and all things just about that absurdity. Um, <laughs> it's a spectacle for sure. Uh, I was all about. Did you see the thing where University of Tennessee volunteers? Yeah, because they do the third down for what? Third down. And for he's what? like, oh, yeah, hook, hit me up on Twitter. He's he's all about it. It was actually like statistically working. Like statistically, they were like doing extremely well on third downs where they used the song versus third downs. <laughs> like like stops and that sort of thing. Yeah, on defense. Yeah, they were like statistically they were considerably better when the song played versus when it did not play. It was wow. wow. Weird. They got hype. <laughs> yeah, they got hype. Little game versions, though. That's what really matters. <laughs> it is a barometer of success usually. Little John. See, I kept waiting for him to come on to like one of the local easy listening stations because now I know I could just. Look up at the heavens and see Lil John ascending into the sky, knowing that his work was complete. They finally saturated the entire market. That's he's on every other type of radio station. Yeah, yeah he's what man. country song is he doing? How many know. other podcasts do you think talk about both anime and Lil John? Zero. We have cornered that market. <laughs> <laughs> that incredibly large and diverse market is yeah. cornered. Yeah, that's why we have so many listeners, because there's so much cross-section there. <laughs> it's a huge demographic. <laughs> tenths <laughs> and tenths of listeners <laughs> making up like one or two. Like, you know, the the, the group that's in the room now probably is, you know, like as many, as many downloads as we get. <laughs> Sorry guys, you've been suckered all these years for mm. free passes. Um, oh well. Yeah, that 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 tube's out of the tube. He should just expand into other tube. rappers. Yes, <laughs> like Eminem or something. I don't know. Drake is Drake. I don't think Drake's a thing still. Canada <laughs> loves Drake. We need to go back in Sorry? time to rappers that. Yeah, I was about to say like mid nineties. Yeah. Can, can we do like nineties rappers? We're gonna do like some Warren G. Yeah, we're gonna is bring back like, Warren G. and Nate. Can we? Oh, wow. Can we regulate that mess? It's all Big Daddy Kane and the rest of the Brooklyn Bronx. <laughs> Run DMC. <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony. I actually met um, Daryl from Run DMC last weekend. He's really? doing a comic book now. He was at Kamikaze in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. What is his comic about? <laughs> it's D- it's Daryl makes comics. It's DMC. Oh but my he god. Actually, <laughs> Yeah. Wow! <laughs> he gave a very impassioned speech. I was I was blown away about like the culture. about it being tricky to rock a rhyme. To rock a rhyme that's right on time, it's tricky. <laughs> well, he was talking about that's, that's good. He was talking about uh, pop culture and comics and how like you know like in the in the day he was holding like a Adidas sneaker up and it was like people got behind it. He's, he wants to hold comics up now and make it like you know talk about just the intersection of pop culture, comics, music culture. So, uh, might be working with him on some projects, but... Please? Yeah. Can you imagine if it became a big enough thing to where comics, or, like, anything really, was, like, vying for that sponsorship slot? It's like, no, you need to hold up Spider-Man issue three. No, 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 you need to hold up Batman issue seven. I don't... (laughs) And they were, like, paying him for it? That would be kind of thing. That'd be awesome. (laughs) It's good work. You can get it. (laughs) Holding up comics? Yes. So, let me ask you guys, we were talking a lot of MTAC, um, what was everybody's first MTAC? Because mine was six period, and uh, I think Charlie was telling the story earlier about uh, Micah's handler leaving him at Station Con to just hang out. 
uh, at, at MTAC's experience, I think Steve Bloom was there that year, and his yep. handler just left um, him there with me, and we just talked for like 10, 15 minutes, which was cool. <laughs> which was totally intentional, I never bet. My my uh, first MTAC was Go. That was 2005, and I was just an attendee. I wasn't working with this, the, the con at that point. It was... It was my first large, well, large at that time. We were 1,100 people. Uh, the first kind of convention like that. I'd only been to a small little comic expos that would just be dealer rooms, essentially, before that. Yeah. And I went, I got locked out of my hotel room. <laughs> Uh, my roommates, we weren't staying at the con hotel, and I stayed late at the con hotel because I was experiencing the convention and, uh, and the rave going on, and I saw that, and then I left. Uh, a friend of mine gave me a ride to the hotel we were staying at, and I didn't have a cell phone at the time. I didn't have any way to communicate with the people. I kept banging on the door, and they were passed out, and nobody was letting me in. So my friend, who was going back to Murfreesboro, which is, if you're not familiar with the area, it's basically about half an hour to 40 minutes south of downtown Nashville. Uh, he was going back there because that's where he was living at the time, and we were too because we were all going to university. So he just gave me a ride back to my dorm. It took me up the next day, <laughs> at which point I had to go back to the hotel anyway and get all my stuff out of the room. That's an ordeal. It, it was quite the ordeal, but uh, other than that confusion. It, it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it, obviously, because I kept going year after year. I yeah. volunteered the next year, joined staff, and so on. You're, you're having him back now, so you Yeah, it's terrifying. Um, Charlie Dillon, did other of you guys go to any, any of the impacts before sex period? No. Nope. No, the only... And I, now, my sister went to go. Okay. She started with go. Her and... Two of her friends, I think. Like that's how we found out about Impact. Was they went first, and then like Con does into get one. Shout to Liz. Um, and we already talked about Jonathan Lawrence. That was that was Ninja, right? That was our first time volunteering. Volunteering uh, was your first Impact. Uh, well, that was Lawrence's first Impact. My first Impact was. It's always it's always silly when I tell this because um, it was before I ever knew about the convention as like an ongoing. Thing it was the one that was at the Marriott Vanderbilt. Your first Intac was Intac four hundred one beta, which was the two thousand four. All of our all of our years are named after some crazy wacky thing that we can tie into the number. So when they were at the when Intac was at the Marriott near Vanderbilt and Centennial Park in Nashville, um, it was yeah Intac four hundred one beta, and I went there. But it was before I knew the convention as like a thing I could go to for more than one day. And my brother and I went. We were only there for a few hours. We saw the cosplay contest, a couple of things with the video game room, and thought it was cool. And then came back the next year. Awesome. <laughs> but it was a short, short run. Uh, 2009 was the first time that uh, I ever realized that conventions were a multi-day, you should stay there all weekend thing. And um, it kind of changed the experience. And I went to MTAC several years in a row. A couple hours at a time, you know, every year. And then after 2009, that was... You know, this is adult summer camp. I should buy a hotel room and I can stay out here. So then it, then it changed. Um, anybody that listens that hasn't done something like that, I would encourage it. Conventions are much different if you involve yourself. You see all the panels, you go to the things, you stay the whole weekend. You do the whole con. It's different whenever you are at two or three days instead of one. Also different levels of involvement, I think, help. Because I got into kind of like a con run for a while. Um, but then, you know, doing more media helped, uh, doing panels helped, and so I'm kind of, like, happy with where I'm at right now. It's like, I get to be involved. and That's something yeah. I find, too, because it's really easy, I guess, to... Uh, some people can get burned out of just going to cons, but once you start doing new things with cons and ma- making more yeah. of the experience, like doing panels, or if you've never cosplayed before, trying that route, just doing something new with conventions will open you up to a new, different side of enjoyment. Yeah. So Charlotte, I'd, I'd be crazy sorry, to start working it. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't do Charlotte, it. what was your first impact? Oh, man. What was the last one at the Maxwell House? Maxwell House was go. That, I think that was no, my five. first Millennium Maxwell House. It was, it was go. go. 2005. I was, we went. My mom found it in, like, the newspaper and uh, <laughs> knew that my friends and I liked it. And we're like, hey, you guys should go to this. So we went. We were only there for a few hours. And we wandered in a couple of panel rooms and stuff. 2005, but, you were like seven, eight years old. Something like that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, 
I was, um... Yeah. Fourteen. <laughs> she was twice the year. age that you just said. I was joking. <laughs> I was joking, but that's a great year to start at the convention. But yeah, really, it, was, it was fun. And then we went, um, we started like you, like we went every year for a few hours, wandered around. Mm -hmm. We knew it was a three-day thing, but it was like, what do I do for three days? Like, I started cosplaying a little bit, um, but it wasn't until I really got involved with M-Tech and around before Devil's Dozen that. I started going to cons like crazy yeah. and experiencing the three day, like staying at the hotel and, and it's awesome. At least you were informed. I was just an idiot. I was like, it was cool. This <laughs> <laughs> is Naruto Pikachu. Yeah. I think I saw Totoro in the hallway, guys. <laughs> so Jeremy, what was your first impact? My first was uh, 2009. Was that Ninja? Yeah, yeah. it was Ninja. Yeah. Ninja. Yeah, I, uh, I think I found out about it from like a national scene ad or something. Um, yeah. Wow. We have special guests. Oh, we have special guests. Come on, guys. Okay. Come in. I'm um, watching the Angel Garros. We're uh, recording a podcast here now. Oh, oh. yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 2009, I went by myself. I just read about it and I had a blast. Like 10 minutes in, someone's like, Can I give you a hug? I'm like, Okay. And I was like, All right. <laughs> that happens. What yeah. people do. But I, I just had an awesome time. And uh, then. 2010, I couldn't go because of FloodCon. My basement was taking all water. I remember FloodCon. Yeah. I do too. We made a daring escape. Uh, we very nearly got trapped. You yeah. actually escaped? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I avoided it somehow. And all my friends got stuck and they were calling me. I was like, there's no way I can come get you. I didn't even want to car. escape. I just called work and I was like, not going to happen. I, I didn't <laughs> make it to FloodCon because I had a flight out on Sunday morning. So I went over FloodCon. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see the top side of it. I think that would have been an interesting view because the, the hotel that we were at the time was basically on a giant hill, and everything around it got flooded. But the hotel was okay. Everybody at the hotel was okay. The problem was when they tried to leave. Did you see the house floating down the road? Yeah, yeah on the, the, the house down yeah. I twenty four. Yeah, that was it was it was a rough year, but I think it, it kind of helps uh, kind of bring together our our fandom. Uh, the next year, 2011, Impact Goes to 11, was one of the most tight-knit and enthusiastic everybody had, I've ever had. Everybody, everybody was, had an experience yeah. together. Yeah, everybody was just excited to be back. Yeah. Yeah, we had awesome umbrellas. <laughs> and uh, I survived flight gun chairs. Yeah. yeah. You actually, uh, I think Jeremy owns, at least in this room, the record for farthest distance traveled for a convention. Yes, probably. Yeah. probably so. You yeah, are. I, um, I work... Uh, and like professionally, I work in the entertainment industry with the, with Gibson Guitars, and um, we've started doing. I work as a global events manager, and we started doing Comic Cons. And so this year, I was fortunate enough to go up to the Middle East Film and Comic Con in Dubai. Whoa! Wow! Which was a really cool, really cool experience. Definitely farther than I've ever gone. Jeremy, yeah. um, <laughs> we talked about uh, we, as in like me and Dylan and Charlie, we talked about this on our GMX recap because we went to your uh, had a run the convention panel. Yeah. Um, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it all night long. Um, <laughs> didn't you do? Were you involved in in like that crazy Christopher Lloyd? Yes. Uh, promo you were talking about. Yeah, that was, that was my baby. Um, yeah, so uh, that was. Earlier this year, actually, it was uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, right. which is in Las Vegas. It's the largest consumer tech trade show in North America. And we had to come up with a uh, concept for what we were going to do thematically and pitching what Gibson's presence there. So Gibson, you know, Gibson's a guitar company. We, we have a lot of other divisions. We've had a lot of acquisitions going into professional audio, uh, DJ equipment, you know, speakers, consumer audio, headphones, things like that. And uh, so one of the things we did was um, we had a, a booth that was like a reproduction of Orville Gibson, the founder of Gibson, his workshop from the turn of the century. So it was looking at the past, because this year is the 120th anniversary of Gibson. And uh, the other thing was like, well, what do we come up with as far as a draw that's going to interest people? It's like, well, Gibson hired a geek. And so I was like, you know, we could do something Back to the Future, because Marty McFly played a Gibson ES-345 and Back to the Future. and. Maybe tie in the whole, you know, looking to the past, looking to the future concept. And uh, through my convention connections, because I worked with GMX for a few years, um, I got a uh, DeLorean time machine out of Los or uh, out of LA. We brought in, and uh, we tried to get Michael J. Fox. He wasn't available, 
Um, so we, uh, we got Christopher Lloyd to come in, and we drove him in in the, the DeLorean time machine. We put a, a, like a smoke machine in it, and we had him get out with the guitar. And uh, it was like this wall of paparazzi. Just when, he, when we did that, it was crazy. You can see it on YouTube. Uh, and then someone had the, the brilliant idea to put uh, Google glasses on him. And so, so like, there were a lot of photos of this. It's been turned into a meme. You know, it's, oh, just, you know, Christopher or Doc Brown hanging out with a Gibson guitar and Google glasses. That's awesome. But uh, he came into the tent and then just did a kind of an ad-libbed event of, like, you know, seeing the history of Gibson. It was a really cool thing. It was cool to meet him and work with him. And uh, we just got a ton of press out of that. We left the DeLorean Park there through the whole week, too. So fans were coming up and getting photos in it and all that. That's so tremendous. Thank you for sharing that because you told that story at the panel and went to, to get that on, on the podcast. It's just such a such a neat story. Yeah, that's cool. He had a blast. He actually came out to the next show we did just on his own, which is the NAM trade show in Anaheim. He's like, what cool. hang out with us? I'm going to draw on the later rivals. Uh, Hello, Mark, what was your first MTAC? My first MTAC was MTAC Ninja. Okay. Seems to be like a common a lot of Well, what happened was I, I lived in uh, Fort, Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area from 99 until 2007. Oh, wow. And when I was living in Miami, I was going to a few small conventions there. And that's where I got the taste for it. Come back, I didn't know about MTAC until I was working for this horrible place to work out in, uh, out in um, Antioch. And a bunch of them were all going. I'm like, what is this? They're like, North Tennessee Anime Convention. I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> and I mean, I ended up meeting, you know, Cody, probably my best friend. And that's what got me, strangely enough, that's what got me into going to conventions. That's what got me to Anime Blues to get my first Hello Kitty Kigurumi and Hello Mark was actually born. <laughs> Fantastic. Now we know the origin story of Hello yes. Mark. For the listeners that don't have video clearly, um, Mark is in a pink Hello a Kitty. It, Hello Mark is in a trademarked Hello Kitty Kigurumi. It is awesome. And, and, and drinking. And drinking, yeah. yes. As, as he is wont to do. And a regular at Manpower Show. This segment brought to you by Four Roses Bourbon. Yeah. Well, I am officially the only manpow- male Manpower girl. Yes. <laughs> manpower, the official band of Chainsaw Buffet. <laughs> um, and Dope. Devin, right, from Akagon? Yes. Um, you want to go ahead and promote Akagon really quickly? We yes. went there. We talked about it. So, uh, what do you got for us next year? Um, we're working on a few new guests. Uh, we're out in... Franklin this year at the Cool Springs Marriott. We're going to be August 7th through the 9th. Right now we've announced uh, Matthew Mercer, Scatterdot Fashion, Vedetta Marie, and Scott D'Onofrio. He's a linguistic, and he's going to be flying out from Japan oh. just for a show. Oh, that was That's the awesome. one that did the uh, the, the Japanese panel um, at the Kaikon this past year, right? That's right. Yeah, we, we talked to him oh. on, on Twitter a little bit. He's a really cool guy. Like him a lot, so I'm glad you guys are bringing him back. My mind went to the Law and Order. Yeah, Vince and Vince and Vince and like a guy from Full Metal Jacket. Who's going to be playing the King? I, like, I cannot wait. I, I, I still cannot wait for Scott to not forget. But I was, I thought that first. They, was, they're related. Vince by the way is going to play the Kingpin in the new Daredevil series. Really? Yeah. Man, my whole mind right now is just like bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it blows up in it. And uh, even though it's not your uh, not your convention, uh, what was the first MTAC you went to? Mine was MTAC 07. Okay, so that was uh, Prime. Prime. That was at the hotel he just said he's going to be at for a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Actually, we were kind of talking about the fact that like MTAC next year at the Sheraton, it has that same charm for a lot of us. That that was our for most a lot of our staff, like more than half our staffs first year. Because yeah. a lot of a lot of people, Mark said it himself, first intact was Intact Ninja. Uh, not only are we going to be at the same hotel, well, that one and another one, but we're just going back to the Music City Sheraton. It's the same dates, April third through the fifth. Yeah, it's weird. So is Lauren dead back there? Yes. Lauren's yeah. Lauren. Yeah. Okay. All right, Lauren. You said what was your? You said Intact wasn't your first show. What was uh, your first show? Uh, actually, yeah, that was my first show. Oh, okay. And then I just... But his first of... one was Prime, which was yeah. Yeah, uh, true, two true. years before that. Sorry. Yeah. Anybody... So, the ninja folks, anybody do Pirates vs. Ninjas dodgeball like I did? So, the best part of that was Vic vs. Travis. Vic Mignogna vs. Travis Willingham. <laughs> that is a mismatch of epic proportions. It was a pretty good dodgeball It was... They, they also... They played... That year, they also played at a six-period. And, uh... 
I, I played at the six period one. I didn't play at the uh, the one at Ninja. I, Vic has a freaking arm. And really? so does Tra- Travis does too. They, yeah. they're both, and they're competitive. They're very like everybody else was just like throwing, but when they got the ball, it just hurled at each other. It would you heard the whistle in the air. And if I remember right, Laura was out there, so Travis was like I've got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Laura Bailey, his wife his and wife. also voice actress. Also voice actress. His, his then girlfriend, now wife. Um, yes. Oh, um, actually, we have a great. We should share with you guys. We we put it on like a throwback Thursday once on when we slowly did Instagram once. Um, Cody Kurosaki. We have a picture of him as like a ninja out there or as a pirate out there. It was awesome. <laughs> back man, I can't. That was a while ago. He was he was a kid back then. That was a good picture there. You know, just to branch off of that, what's our theme for next year for a Kaikon? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Look at that all depressing about that. Pirate. So there's pirates yeah. back at the Franklin Marriott. It's all yeah. it all ties together. <laughs> That's awesome. Who doesn't love pirates? No one. Who doesn't? Love <laughs> what was your vote? What was your? What did you want? Uh, I was pretty good, and we were going to call. Uh, the next Akai gone a kaiju if good one so but I lost <laughs> someday someday I've got I actually the badge I have in my because I have it hanging out in my in my rear mirror my car is the white one the good badge and although I did for some reason not related to Akai Khan I ended up having like a little mustache sticker because I don't think you can walk around Nashville without getting a mustache sticker every like four <laughs> seconds because that's just how it is I turned it on one that's weird yeah. walk around for more than four seconds and you'll get one um no, but especially East Nashville. Just go over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll hand you, like, handcrafted chocolate, granola, like, steel-cut oats, and... It looks like a and mustache. Yeah, and mustache. <laughs> yeah. But I've got it, uh, I've got it on, um, the, the red panda just, like, sitting there. So he's on the good side, but he's got, like, a little dastardly mustache. <laughs> it's the mirror-verse version. Mirror-verse. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna ask you guys a question, uh, related to MTAC, because we're, we're just gonna stick with the thing. What was your favorite MTAC? Does anyone have one like off the top of their head? Like on. Um, actually, the year after uh, goes to eleven. Uh, I I kind of went into it a bit about the the communal feel of everyone just excited to have another MTAC uh, coming together after FloodCon, but and the the energy that was just in the air. Yeah, not year. joking. That's probably my it, answer too. Yeah, it, it was just so amazing that year, and it, I don't think we, we didn't hadn't had it before, and we haven't had it since. Quaff was uh, it's awesome. been good. Quaff was also We've had good years since then, but that that year just had a magic. That, yeah, I would it's agree. Been that was probably my favorite. Mine too. It was cool. Like I, I helped design the uh, even though I was working on the GMX side, I helped design the poster that year. Yeah, yeah, you did. We had the poster. A poster. It was a music theme year, so we had a lot of bands. It, so yeah. that was a lot of fun as well. It, it was it was all around a good time. That was where I met Ryan Jones. Rest in peace. It was oh cool yeah, I met him. Who's there? Tenth Doctor. Uh, yeah, yeah. He made a big impact on me, and it was just, just. I mean, that was just such a cool year. The music. Mm-hmm. I still have friends with Ryan's Army avatars on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that you guys said that because that was my choice as well. But it's for like personal reasons because the year before, like that year, but before MTech, um, we interviewed uh, Yuri Lowenthal and Tara Platt, um, and they're married. And we were interviewing them, and I think it was Charlie asked the question, are there any conventions that you'd like to go to? And just completely unsolicited, they said, oh, we'd love to go to MTAC. You know, we've always wanted to go. Uh, Yuri's from Nashville. And so we were like, hey, you know, we might be able to help out with that. And then uh, they ended up making it out that year. So that was fun. Um, the slants were there that, uh, that year. We loved the slants. And uh, that's the year that uh, Aaron breathed fire inside the hotel. And uh, <laughs> we are talking to Simon about it later. And uh, he goes, yeah, we figured it was better to beg forgiveness than ask for permission. <laughs> and uh, Speak- We did that at GMX one year, too. Speaking of the slants, uh, Ghost to Eleven was the year we did uh, every year to announce the next year's theme. Uh, all of our conventions are themed. This, was, this yeah. is my favorite part of the We, con. we do uh, anime music video that our in-house staff just makes right. uh, based around that theme. And the following year theme for 2012 was End of the World Apocalypse because the world was ending in 2012. Yeah. So we called it Imtech Omega. So we had uh, uh, we had an AMV to paint it black. But... It, oh, it, yeah. It was, it was 
We had the slants perform the music to it live while the video was premiered during our cosplay contest, as it usually is. Uh, so we had a live action AMV, kind of sorts. Awesome. And yeah. I, it's still really good on its own. You can go to YouTube and watch all of our uh, music videos there. It's youtube.com slash videos. But it you can't match the live action performance of the song going with it. No. And, and not only that, but the slants, I've always said this about them. Like their their CDs are good, but it's nothing like seeing them live in person. Because oh, they had, like, fantastic! They just had such tremendous energy on stage and everything. It's mm-hmm. it's just so good. My favorite part of that AMV, whenever we released the AMV later, was um, I don't know. It was kind of sentimental, but it was like it was it was it felt so powerful to have it be like like we've survived a. A tornado. We've survived. Whatever. We've survived a flood. Let's yeah. attempt it one more time. Yeah. The, the yeah. cheers Apocalypse. for the flood. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> it was like my favorite moment. I think. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a great year. That was a good year. Yeah. Anyone have any candidates? Other any other year? <laughs> no. no. Okay. <laughs> we peaked. We know where our high point <laughs> is. We're just coasting <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. yeah. So many good memories. So many good stories from that con. Um. Talk Kaiko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do a Kaikon again. No, Kaikon well, Kaikon last year was really, really good. It was it, it was, was a lot of fun. We had uh, a good time. We, so we decided uh, to get a group together to play their analog gaming room. And I've been to a lot of conventions at the Millennium Maxwell House. And it's always hard to figure out what to do with the ballroom on the 11th floor, the yes. top floor. Because if you put anything that's a high-demand event... The elevators get slammed, and there's a long line, and it's just crazy. But I love that uh, KaiCon just dedicated the entire space to digital and analog gaming. So, uh, yeah. video games, board My games. My idea. We talked about, fantastic. We talked this about man, GMX Volume 3, and it got shot down. Yeah, This, this man wanted to put the vendor room on the 11th floor. Uh, <laughs> it probably works. It just... Do you, you really want to tell the vendors to carry all their stuff? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that's okay that, though. You live and learn. I mean, it yeah. both would have worked, but I think the deal. I liked the the gaming room just because. It's I casual. Ended, you never have the line issue for the the digital gaming room and the analog gaming room that you would have for any other kind of event programming. Uh, so it, it really worked out well there. It, the The room was laid out really well. The the well, we floor, got really lucky that that room is actually so large. It is that we could just put all the the TVs around the outside because you have power, and uh, you could just put all the the other tables in the middle. You know, people can do their analog games, but that that room is just so big, and you know they were were. The Millennium Maxwell House was nice enough to keep it open. You know, they usually close that room. They were nice enough to keep it up a little longer for us to have to be able to have stuff up there, but it was just this perfect spot for it. It mm-hmm. was, I agree, and the view was the view is always great from up there because it's all windows all around it, so you get a good view. Of on the, one and of we got ro- and we got to meet all the Titans. I mean, come on, yeah, yes, all the Titans were there too. <laughs> on one of my rides, on one of my rides up there, I rode on the Jake Locker. I was like, yes. and I will say that I'm, I'm fairly sure that, that I can say that this is absolute truth. That Akai Con is the first anime convention on ESPN. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, yeah. I guess so, man. Like Jake, uh, no, it was uh, Chance Warmack. Chance, Chance, Chance Warmack. Chance Warmack. We about. are. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to talk to NFL. They just won't return phone calls. Oh, uh, <laughs> I would love this. I'd love yeah. to find out if there was any anyone else that had his, uh, you know, had his feelings on this. Because I guarantee you, there's some NFL players that love DBC. You, I mean, it. come on. Yeah, I think. Paul Karski wrote an article about it where I think it was him that did the interview. I can't remember. It might have been Jim White or something. But like, it, one of the Tennessean writers, I think it was Wyatt, wrote for Chance Warmack, and he was like being quoted, and it was like, how, "How did you feel? That was must have been a weird setting for you." And he was like, "Man, I love that stuff. I love Dragon Ball Z and those things." And I was like, <laughs> "I love you. You're my favorite player right now. This is great." Is he in your fantasy football league? Uh, he's an offensive lineman, so no. Nope. But uh, he is in <laughs> my heart, fantasy. <laughs> I will say this much: Chance Warmack is on Facebook. Go like his page, please. <laughs> I'll, I'll link it. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, Mark, you may want to try like after the season, and maybe you can maybe you can talk to him. See, that's kind of the problem: is that our convention is right when they start yeah, their preseason games. Yeah, so getting you know, one of them involved would be difficult. Which is the funny thing, it's because they're just down the road a block. I mean, they were there in the hotel, you yeah. can do something. It's going to be slightly harder in Franklin. Yeah. Although, they, a lot of them probably live out there. 
Yeah, actually. Now that I think about it, um, one of the X players has done uh, Cherry Blossom Festival. He's like done the like uh, sumo for kids like a couple of years now. That's kind of cool. I bet they would do something like that. That'd be cool. That would be great. <laughs> I just love the idea of having NFL players doing sumo wrestling. Chance Warmack is like six foot seven, three hundred eighty pounds, and crazy. Like he's huge. Yes. Man. Guy. He wouldn't fit in the sumo suit. You should have him dressed in a Attack on Titan Titan. Oh, <laughs> no, we need to get him in a Hello Kitty Kiku. Oh, come on. Just <laughs> about his Goku. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> what Broly? It would be Broly. He's probably more of a body size for that. That's awesome. Get big that year to just stand behind him and do the voice. I had a lot of fun at Icon this year. I was in the analog game, digital game, analog game for a long time. I played mm-hmm. Go like several times. I played Pathfinder. <laughs> we played D D and D. We played D and D. We it was our fault. There's no criticism. We were, it was, we played really late on Sunday, so then the room was getting close, so we had to move, and then that area was getting close, so we had to move, and we had to move three times while we played. But it was a, it made for a pretty memorable moment. It was it was good. We played a lot of games. We the King of Tokyo section was pretty popular. Mm-hmm. The tournament they had going in the front of the room. That's cool. I'm excited for the Franklin Marriott too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good venue. It is. It is. We were quite familiar with that venue. It's a very nice venue. Yes. Been there a time or two. Yes. Swanky's Taco Shop across the street. Yes. Very nice food in the area. <laughs> they make margaritas. They do. <laughs> Their uh, chorizo wontons are the best. I don't know. This is probably too uh, local ball for this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> You know what? It's fine. Go to go to a Kai Con if you want some good fine looking. Go to a Kai Con, eat some tacos at Swanky's Taco. Yeah, it's a good time. That's all you need. That's all you need. Uh, I love how this has become like the uh, MTAC at Kai Con love fest. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> hey, hey, other conventions that aren't well, here that went for- I, do I will say Hamacon while we're here doing Hamacon, Chicacon, they've both been cool. At a, we're, by the way, listeners, we're at Anime Blast Chattanooga. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're 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 gonna do we're gonna do a thing on that later. Te- technically, we're across the street. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I will, I will say, and I have to give a, a bit of a shout-out to GMX, that they've been great to us. So they've been giving us a lot of a lot of hookups and a lot of, you know, help and stuff like that. So That's good. Mm-hmm. We're, the, we're kind, the we German kind of stole their venue. Server. Hmm? Not the German email server, uh, Geek Media Expo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is another national convention uh, held in October. Thank you for letting us borrow Tina. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, half our staff is MTAC or GMX, so just a staff as well. I think we're just like a Venn diagram of national yeah, geeks. Pretty much, yeah. It's a big love fest. Yeah. It's fun time. We really should just move to Nashville. Man, we... Yeah, right? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> we, need to make a, we need to make a Justice okay. League of conventions down here. <laughs> you were, that's like the third <laughs> time this... Okay, I am very adamant about it. Not, not to say mud. But I, I've know. talked about it a long time ago with like a bunch of the Atlanta shows. We do need to do it. And I'm not just like mud, but if you do that, who's going to be the arch villain? Um, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> we have an underlying internal arch villain. We have a candidate. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not evil enough. Uh, what happens is I rip off the hot pink Hello Kitty, and I'm wearing my black Hello Kitty, and then you never know. The 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 arch villain is the arch villain is Knoxville. Yeah, this All is right. the arch villain. Yeah. No. The, the arch villain is Knoxville, where we don't have any anime conventions. That's true. There's a few, but yeah, they're small. Yeah, they suck. Well, yeah, they're, 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 they're dealer room. They're kind of. No, I think you're thinking of like Pigeon Forge, which is okay, Knoxville yeah. area, but it's like an. So hour what we should do is we should have yeah, like anime southeast out in out in yeah, yeah and Yamakon. I, I love the yeah, Yamakon's cool, and anime southeast is in a freaking water park. Yes. And I don't know why they don't play that up as much as they do, because it's in a water park. That's Isn't awesome. Yamakon going to be in that same location? No, it's yeah. moving. It's no, they're, they're going to be in the, uh, was it the Gatlinburg Convention Center? Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's the, the like Gatlinburg Convention Center. I don't think it's actually in Pigeon Forge yeah. this year. No. No. The hotel is. Gatlinburg, though, is a fantastic place to visit. Yeah, yeah. in case you're thinking about going to Yamakon, just, I mean, it's in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge. During the Reef-laden Hellscape time? Yeah, yeah during it's, Christmas. It's early so December, like, which is basically, it's a fantastic time to be in Gatlinburg. Go, yeah. If you'd like to It's the touristy season to be You can get a chalet or whatever for, like, Eighty dollars. Yeah. You can go freaking skiing. Yeah. And it actually yeah. snows. <laughs> yeah. There, there's somewhere a hidden recording 
recording of Charlie and I screaming into a microphone at Pigeon Forge at Christmas time. Especially <laughs> oh, the traffic. Just I cursing it. So much. Just cursing at it. Gatlinburg oh. is like if a portion of Las Vegas broke off and drifted into like Deliverance Country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. This is what you'd have. But it's fun. So what you're saying is it's Vegas with more banjos. Yes. It's, Vegas is banjos. Everything is better with more banjos. And it's oh, absolutely everything oh, every other touristy town has, regardless of what their gimmick is. Wait, go-karting? Yes, yes. yes. go-karting. I know, that's what I'm saying. Those things where you have, I, I know it's there because I've been there, but those things where it's like not bungee jumping, but bungee yes. jumping. Like, yeah. they, they have a, they have a museum that's upside down. down. Hmm? Yeah, like the whole down. building. They ever Ripley's Believe It or Not there? Why it's not? fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that yeah. giant ball that's being suspended by water that you can yeah. turn and you're just like, how many, how many germs are on this? Lumberjack. Wars, they have that. Yeah, there's those things. So, <laughs> you got a giant knife store. Yeah. Oh, go to Yammer. There's a jerky that's store a nice there place. that's pretty good. Ooh, uh, airbrush. That's t-shirts. worth the trip right Lots there. Of airbr- every airbrush. Yes. T-shirt in the world like accumulates there. Uh, somebody, can we do an Imtak Akai Con airbrush T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Together, it would be awesome. <laughs> Printed in Gatlinburg. Like one of those like Imtak hearts Akai. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely glitter. It would be the oh, best. Yes. You guys get like, like, you don't want to hear this now. It would be great. We'd have like cards. It needs unicorns. That's going to be neon green. <laughs> We'd have palm trees for no reason. No, 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 no. no. It, it needs <laughs> unicorns. With our con kitty palm and their red panda riding <laughs> on it. Jackie <laughs> and con kitty <laughs> wearing these shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and an eagle. It's got to have an eagle. <laughs> 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 and Apparently, because the Knoxville market is untapped, we'll do uh, an event in Knoxville promoting it with them, <laughs> and we'll try to bring people in. Knoxville's a cool city, though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people, and it's yeah. untapped. Yeah, they've got Fanboy Expo, which is multi-shot. They do have Fanboy Expo, uh, and that, that went pretty well uh, last year. Yeah. last year. Well, I don't, I don't know much about it. they got Marble City Comic Con. Right. This was a, that was the first yeah. year con this year. Yeah, this was, their fir- this was their first year. Yeah. Oh, how, how, how does is... that go? How far is uh, Chikacon? That's in uh, Bristol or yeah, Johnson City? Chikacon? Bristol. It's in that very yeah. northeast yeah. corner. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. right on the Tennessee. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. like Bristol, Virginia yeah. border. And I will say that they're the fr- I think they're probably the first anime convention to have to reschedule on the fly because of NASCAR. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, the Bristol whole weekend. That, yeah. The Bristol yeah. race is, uh, they, they did good by doing that. That's a I, huge thing. Oh. I have, I've had, I've, Friends that have lived in that area, and yeah, Bristol pretty much shuts down. Like, I used there's, to, there oh. are there's a there's a there at one of the main drags. There's a church there that during during race week they don't even bother having services. They just what? rent out their parking lot for parking for the race. Well, yeah, because nobody can get wow. to it. Jesus is busy taking the wheel. At- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He didn't take the wheel. Well, maybe he did for Dale Earnhardt. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Old school. Too soon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ten years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to live in Roanoke, Virginia, and Bristol was, like, yeah, that was a... Just killed all your followers that yeah. like NASCAR. I've actually... I've yeah, somebody was like, no. Hey, man, that. I'm the biggest Ricky Craven fan ever. I am unsubscribing. <laughs> Kurt Bush. <laughs> Gotta go hit my wife. Allegedly. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but no, yes, uh, Chikacon, um just a, a quick comment about them. Our booth is, uh, at, at Anime Blast Chattanooga, is bordering theirs. And, um, man, there's, their and, people are so nice. And you guys like, are beefing over turf? <laughs> no, they saved us a spot when we were a little... We had a, we had a whole Sharks versus Jets dance-off earlier. Uh, if the Sharks and Jets hung <laughs> the way, whole time, maybe. Snapping and everything? Yeah. Yeah. We snapped a lot, yeah. No, yeah. They, um, they're playing Guilty Gear and um, We Heart yeah. Katamari at their booth, and we're playing Mario Kart 8 and Mega Man and stuff. Yeah. And Street Fighter. So, and like, this is basically the the other cons go to Anime Blast Chattanooga to play like, games at their booths. Well, and, and Akai Con, Akai Con had a Smash tournament, and they had yeah. Gold Knight and Mortal Kombat. Like, who, who won that? Mtech, Mtech won. <laughs> <laughs> um, although uh, both Akai Con and Yamakon both had victories during the tournament, so Ooh, they both uh, they were allowed to win. Uh, oh, who won a Gold Knight? I don't know, no, no. I, I lost. That's okay. true. Uh, no, we didn't play. Gold, <laughs> we didn't play Goldeneye. We didn't play. We, had, we used to. Uh, Imtech had Goldeneye at. Um, we did that at Momo uh, last year in 2013. AWA, AWA 2013. No, it was in Momo. It was Momo. Okay. 
Okay. But they're both in Atlanta. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we did it in Atlanta at some point in 2000. You're right, though. It was in the Hilton. You know, in the Atlanta it was show. in the Hilton. look alike. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the Hilton. We had a uh, Goldeneye, and it was really popular, yeah. That, I like the Smash Bros. tournament. That was a good idea. So, fun. speaking of games, Charlotte, how did you get into fighting games? What was your, what Kicked was your my first? ass at Guilty Gear for like an hour earlier. <laughs> what, was, what was your first was like, That was the first time she's played, by the way. <laughs> first time she's dominated me. Um, God, I guess my first fighting game was probably Mortal Kombat. Um, after that, I played Guilty Gear and a lot of Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur is my favorite. It, uh, which, like the first one, two? Um, two and three are probably my favorites. Uh, I played three a lot because you could like create your own. Yeah, people. yeah. So, um, who's your favorite like non-creative character? Of Soul uh, Calibur? My favorite character is Talon. Yes. Over any Talon anyone, is I, so Talon good is, too. Uh, she's the best. Correct so. answer was Link. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. The correct answer was Raphael because I liked hitting Y and nobody could block it. it was <laughs> Talon, especially in Soul Calibur too, you know, she has like this so BBK. Quick. A uh, chain that will bounce the opponent, and then yeah. she can follow that up with kicks and basically just kick you out of the ring. Oh yeah, you just she's so fast that once she gets a combo, it's or, or even in like a walled arena after the BBK that bounces so long, mm-hmm. you can get an unblockable after that. Um, sorry, old old Soul Calibur two player. Let's go back to I Link. I mean, <laughs> um, Soul Calibur so, so what do you play now? Um, now I play a lot of uh, League of Legends. I've been playing that since it came out, um, and it, it's, it's my favorite. Are you yeah. going to get into uh, Exerd when that comes out? I don't know. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> get, get off of this eSports garbage. Come back to the FGC. We need you. She had a League of Legends cosplay at, uh, I think it was Momocon. Yeah, I've done a couple, actually. Um, I did Nurse Akali at Momocon, um, and I did Blood Moon Akali. Right now I'm working on my Sheriff Caitlin, um, which I was hoping to have done for this weekend. Um, but I'll have that for Yama, I hope. Um, my friend was going to, I convinced her to cosplay with me this time, and she did Dryad Soraka, and she just won Journeyman at the contest here. So if I had, she doesn't even play League, but I was like, you need to do a cosplay with me. And I didn't have time to finish mine, and she did it, and they loved it, so... Thank she was mother. like, thank you for making me do that. League <laughs> is awesome aesthetically. I was fortunate it's enough. Gorgeous. I was in LA for work uh, back in August. I got to tour Riot, and it was just amazing. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Like, I had to sign an NDA. I like, can't talk about things I saw. They were awesome. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> um, I saw really good Master Yi and Fiddlesticks together. Oh, yeah. And they There's were... the Fiddlesticks that I've seen at like every convention. He even recognized me at Momo. He's like, oh, man, you upgraded your Akali. It's probably like, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy was so nice. Is he and he stilts, had like the kind of? stilts. And... Yeah, yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah, that's that guy's awesome. awesome. We've interviewed a couple still. of the actors from League, like uh, Daniel McRae, who does Karma. We talked to her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and Devin's going crazy for someone. No reason. Sounds like some paperwork isn't signed yet, but uh. <laughs> I think you misspoke. You went to say Devin is crazy. Yeah. That's possible. He, that's he awesome. does run a con. It, it tends to I mean that that's kind of the thing about a Kaikon. You don't be, have to be crazy to work for us. We offer trading. Alright. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll get some information. Angry training course and getting crazy. <laughs> we should do a cross con let's play. Where we just post videos about us playing games together. Yeah, we need to do like a like a video that? game Olympics where we do you know like fighting games and Smash and. You know, Why Mario did you Kart. separate them? Because it's not Smash. a party game. Shush. That is one thing I do like about the new Smash Brothers is that they at least made like a tiny little attempt at uh, at gearing it towards competitive play. I think Melee is the hardest, the best competitive. But it, I still it, like it's by play. accident. Like, like <laughs> well, it just, is because you just turned off all the items, banned like all but four of the stages, and said, "Oh, we've got a competitive game now." <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I get the the idea that like Nintendo didn't even comprehend the idea of tournament gameplay until Melee made it happen, and then like crap, we don't want that. That's not going to happen for Brawl, and then yeah, they they were antagonistic yeah. for so long, and uh, I think it was in two thousand thirteen uh, at Evo, it almost didn't happen because Nintendo was. Getting pissy about you know them streaming the game. Yeah, the YouTube luck. They really get a, get an idea that they've about faced, especially after E3 when they had that Smash Brothers Brawl tournament. Yeah, like that. That's that's the thing that I like so much. You know, they announced 
you know, they're going to do like Omega mode so you can ostensibly pick any stage, but it's all Final Destination. Man, the Smash, the, the Super Smash Brothers Invitational at E3 was like the Super Bowl at my apartment. Like, it was. <laughs> it was like Nico came over, we ordered like 60 like wings and pizza and ate and watched people play video. It was dorky. To be fair, we I basically dorky. did the exact same thing for the Super Bowl. Although That's what I mean. We did the, the exact Super Bowl same. was slightly less eventful, yeah. unfortunately for the well, broadcast. See, I worked for a very large computer company that's based out of Nashville. I'm not going to name anybody. <laughs> but I sit sit there and watch people watching it at work. So <laughs> um, That's awesome. I mentioned this on an earlier episode, but I was actually in New York the weekend that Nintendo was doing the uh, Invitational Tournament. Um, I think you like, go to it because like, it was the same weekend as Comic-Con that yeah, I didn't know I was going uh, before you know, I had a chance to do anything. But it was neat. Like A lot of people were there. I was at the Nintendo World Store and people were just all hanging out and gearing up and practicing. That would have been a cool place to watch it. Yeah, yeah I've been there once. It was everything I wanted to do. Yeah, it's 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 an amazing place. And I love it. And I wanted to take like the Fire Emblem Smash painting and, and take it home because I was playing Fire Emblem like the entire time during the So trip. can I be mad that Krom isn't in you, Smash Bros. 3DS and... You, you can come yell at Omega. I was about to say... I'm mad that Super Mario is not fault. even a trophy. So he, I don't care about Sumia. Yeah, oh, no, that's, that's, that's Come funny. on, it's Krom. Krom is in the final Smash. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's not, I know. No, yeah, that we, doesn't count. Oh, whenever, whenever MTAC announced uh, Matt Mercer, KaiKon has had Matt Mercer last year, and we'll have him again. And, and whenever we whenever we announced him for this year, we had, like, I I just would have put Super Smash Brothers in there. I was like, Fire Emblem, Super Smash Brothers, sort Dude. of. Like, <laughs> like he's, uh, there's a final smash. You can hey, see him. check cleared, right? I mean, he's got, he's got lines. Yeah, um, yeah it's true. He's at BlizzCon right now, and he's tweeting constantly, and it sounds awesome. I, I will say, I'm not going to put a stock in this, but you know, they are they are doing DLC for Smash 3DS, yeah. and they announced Mewtwo. So That's maybe, true. you know, it, there's, there's like a 95% chance that it'll just be one and done because it's Nintendo, and they don't like to do anything on the internet. Um, but, you know, there's like a 5% chance that Krom can make. It would it, be great. You know, the, the model's already in the game. They yeah. just have to come up with a moveset and probably just uh, steal it from, you know, like one of the other Fire yeah, Emblem characters. Yeah, you know, Maybe make him like Roy, you know, kind of like that. Yeah. So, something in between like Ike and Marth slash Lucina. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, and there are notes being passed around. And, uh, well, it's because it's because we're teenagers and middle school. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> sounds like a Tycon has a. No, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk at school. So, do you like me? Check you'll have time. Out. It's not live. <laughs> so you'll so, be able to announce it. It'll be fine. Just so everybody can I might actually, actually uh, be able to do something with that myself. Just so everybody can be mad at me, a Tycon. Yeah. We got McRae for next year. Oh, awesome. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Well, that's awesome, because she's a really nice lady. Yes. This immediately, so their talent person can be upset. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) So I'm going to be yelled at, but I don't care. Well, here's the thing, Mark. Nobody's going to listen to this, so... You think that, and then we're both going to retweet it, and then you're going to have more followers than ever. Yeah. That, that'd be great. I'd, I'd appreciate that. But, but, but at this point, this is a Chainsaw Buffet exclusive. Awesome. Sweet. Well, yeah, I like Danielle a lot. I talk to her occasionally on Twitter. I mean, I wouldn't say that we're like best buddies like I am with, with you know, some other people. But... <laughs> or like, you know, Charlie is with, uh, with Micah. Twitter. Charlie and Micah are going to be best bros. Yep. Soulmates. Soulmates. We're soulmates. soulmates. Hey, he's, oh, yeah. We're just soulmates. He's looking forward to meeting his one true connection back again in MTech. Yeah. It's going to be good. The dynamic duo will be back together at MTech. So, so which one are you then? Are you Batman or Robin? I don't yes. even care. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's how deep their love goes. Such is my respect for Micah. I, I don't care to play second fiddle. <laughs> this is okay. There is no second fiddle because <laughs> they're both first fiddle to each other. They can't both be Batman. Well, thank you, thank you for the uh, for the heads up. Uh, that's exciting news. I'm I'm looking forward to a Kaikon next year already. Um, have we been going at this for a while? Does anybody else have anything? I mean, I'm just sitting over here being a jackass. That's so. <laughs> most of my job. <laughs> I just want to play League of Legends now. Right. I want to play Smash. Now. My life. I want to play Smash. Day of my life. We should, Smash, yeah, we just do both at the same yeah, time. We, we can do Smash. I'm gonna bring the TV up. And then you guys need to see uh, two makeups. So. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently we need to watch this video. Too many. All right. Well, does anybody else have anything that they want to you want to share? Any other any other business you want to air on <laughs> for our audience? Because okay, can can we play Titanfall? Because that's what I play. Um, right. we can if you've got like, a setup and don't mind me being really bad because I've never played it before. But it looks cool. No, I don't. Actually, hear the new Call of Duty is good. Like, actually good. I, I picked it up with Wait, what? Friends, Nobody cares about Call of Duty anymore. I know. That's what I was Thank thinking. You. And then I heard it was good. I was like, wait, really? No. No. I play Bayonetta 2. That shit's bad. Yeah. But it's really... <laughs> and in, like, the 90s sense of being awesome. Yeah. Like, it's really good. <laughs> well, um, me and uh, my friend Mike, for his uh, YouTube channel, we did a playthrough of the first Bayonetta. And it's it's pretty tremendous. Um and I, I'm I'm trying to antagonize Mike and Bind Bayonetta too, so we can we can nice. we can get the band back together. I brought it well, to play at the booth, but every time you do a combo, all of her clothes come off. So I was like, <laughs> uh, maybe I shouldn't. So I didn't put it. You should probably made the wise decision. The, the reason that that came that that video came costume. together was that Mike really wanted to see the story of Bayonetta, but he sucks at the game. Like he couldn't get past. Wait, 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 wait. There's a story. Yeah. Like, he, he wanted to see the story of the game. He wanted to see how it progressed, because, you know, he heard it got weird. <laughs> He's like, I know someone who's good at these kind of games. So, yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. It's been a blast. Um, anime Blast? It's been an anime Blast! Ah! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Kill me now. All right, guys. Uh, peace be with you, and also with him, Dag, and the Kai Con, uh, in hearts forever. Um, Too many cooks. To make cooks. cooks. Happy anniversary, John. Happy anniversary, John. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time.